I'm Josh Barrow. And I'm Lynette Lopez. And this is Hard Pass. We are here with Nehema Mehta, CEO of Absolute Art. That is the art wing of Absolute. Yes, there is an art wing of Absolute mm-hmm. now. So art is a really fragmented business, and there are obviously good reasons why it would be fragmented. You know, individual artists have to produce work and, and things like that. So how do you have a mass art brand, or what I what I think you're intending to have at least be a, a mass art brand? Well, I think if you look at the online art space, you have startups that have really great intention, but perhaps not a global reach. And then you have big brands like Amazon that have a global reach, but perhaps not the authenticity to go into the art market, right? Do you want to buy your piece of art alongside your toothbrush? Personally, I do not. When I think about mass market art, the the name I think of is Thomas Kincaid. And there are two different ways to think about Kincaid. I mean, on one level, it was extremely financially successful, but people think of his work as being tacky, kitschy. And so I'm wondering, is that just, is that purely about the quality of the art? Or is it that once something becomes mass enough, widely available enough, people sort of assume that it isn't as cool, isn't as forward, isn't as valuable as art as something that is just available in smaller supply? I think mass can be seen in different ways, right? I think the problem with the art market is that it's so closed and so intimidating that it doesn't reach a larger audience. And so when we think of mass, we think of a mass audience. We think of an audience that that is larger who can come in and experience this artwork. Um, And even for us, what's very important is to make sure the artists are creating limited edition artworks that are signed and numbered. You're going behind the scenes into their studios and really experiencing what they're about. So that element of luxury is always still there. That element of behind the scenes is always still there, but it's just given to a larger audience, right? The idea of accessible luxury, there's always that question. If it's accessible to a lot of people, is it still a luxury? But look at big luxury brands like Chanel, Hermes. A lot of people have access to it. They still maintain that luxury because the quality of their product. What do distribution channels end up looking like for you? Distribution channels are varied for us. We have our online platform, which is absoluteart.com, where you can directly purchase artworks from different art scenes around the world, like Cuba, Hong Kong, LA, Berlin, Stockholm. But we also work um, on a B2B side where we work with hotels, we work with restaurants, and we actually provide artworks for them either on a rental basis or also on a straight up purchase basis. And what sort of price points are you selling at? So we sell anywhere from $250 to $6,000. So we really try to make it very accessible and very mindful in pricing. And so I assume if if, if somebody's spending $6,000 on a work, they want to see it in person before they buy it, right? Yes and no. I mean, if you think about 12 years ago and the fashion market, you would have said, $2,000 coat online? Yeah, right. You have to try that on. You have to feel how it's on your body. I'm never going to purchase it, right? And now the online fashion space is booming. It is the last frontier in the luxury space to move online. I don't think there's anything that can replicate the offline experience, but this idea that people aren't becoming more and more comfortable purchasing different things online for a higher price point, I think we've had history prove it. How did you get to Absolute? I used to work uh, in finance and I really disliked it. So I would honestly wake up in the morning at four and build my own company, which was a way to purchase art accessibly and to borrow art because I saw two sides of the market. You had These gallerists who were only showcasing maybe 20 artworks at a time, but had hundreds under 
meet their floorboards, right? And you had a lot of people who were looking for great art who didn't know how to access the art world. So the idea was to put the two together through an online platform where they could discover each other. And this was called Art Remba. This was called Art Remba. And I was uh, speaking at a conference about the future of e-commerce and luxury. And I got this really, really cryptic email uh, a little while later saying, okay, from a mutual contact, there's this company that wants to meet with you, but you have to sign a 12-page NDA. I can't tell you who it is. And it turned out to be absolute. How does art find you or how do you find art? So what we do is we go into art scenes around the world. We partner with a local curator and that curator will basically send us a list of 40 artists and say, what do you think about these? Then I'll fly over to that art scene. We'll go artist by artist to each of the studios. We'll figure out which of the artworks seem really incredible and then bring them onto the platform. No wonder you're never around to get dinner or drinks with me. So what do you think is the most exciting art scene right now? I was just in Havana, and I love what's happening there. I really think they are writing their own history in their artwork. You can see them rebelling against their political situation through their works. One of the artists I met with had been kicked out of Cuba for three years because of his artwork. He came back, and he started to do even more aggressive artwork. And he told me, what's the worst that could happen? They kicked me out again. So what? We're writing our own history. Tell me a little bit about Absolute's history with the art world. What's been going on? So I don't know if you know, but Absolute, when it first started and the bottle came out, they did a little consumer testing and on the bottle. And they said, this is never going to sell. No one's ever going to buy this. So they sent a little Frenchman named Michel Roux to New York and said, sell enough bottles so that you recoup the investment of the consumer insight test. And he came to New York He was like, okay, started partying at Studio 54, met Warhol, you know, started talking to him about everything. And Warhol loved the bottle and loved Absolute. He wore it as cologne. He touted it around as like a handbag and said, I want to do something with this bottle. And he became the first artist to collaborate with Absolute. And that turned into over 600 artist collaborations from really established artists to also emerging artists and even musicians like David Bowie. And so these were collaborations for those ads that were on the back of magazines all the time? Absolutely. And also, whenever they did those collaborations, the artists also made original artworks that are housed in a museum in Stockholm now and part of the Absolute collection. And what happened was that Absolute was making these relationships with artists and making these artists known publicly, but they weren't taking that last step, which is allowing the public to access those artists and live with those artists. And that's what Absolute Art does. Hard Pass is produced by Ben Riskin. Our cover art is by John Fulton, and the music you are hearing is by Aaron Leader. 